What up, yo? It's Mark Shannon with the Fantasy Knockout Fantasy Football Show. Today is Saturday, March 21st. You can follow the show, Twitter and Facebook, at Fantasy Knockout. We're also on Instagram, at Fantasy underscore Knockout. We also got the website, FantasyKnockout.com. Please check all those out. Subscribe, like, do whatever you need to do social media-wise to get information because this last week, oh boy, it is free agency. Have I mentioned how much I love this time of year? So much happens all at once. Players getting traded and signing with new teams, new contracts to stay with their old teams. So much fun. We're going to talk about free agency today. It's going to be a lot of fun. Let's talk some news. News with views. All right, so the collective bargaining agreement, the CBA, it has it's been approved, which is woohoo. That means we got football for the next 10 years for sure. Um, so it was a, a vote of 51.5% were in favor for it, which means it just passed. So players will receive an increased revenue share and added benefits. Players will no longer be subject to substance abuse suspensions. The NFL could switch to a 17-game regular season and a three-game preseason as soon as next year. Uh, with 17 playoffs going into effect this year, the 2020 salary cap is set at $198.2 million. All of this falls in line with what we expected. The cap has kind of been increasing um, about $10 million ever since, what, 2013 or something like that. So... The other little bit of news is the draft. So with the coronavirus thing going on and the mandated everybody stay indoors is going on. I know for me, I live in the state of California and our governor told us that uh, we're not allowed to go out and about. Um, I'm not working my job at the casino right now. So we are all affected by this. I'm sure you guys are as well. Our thing is just do your part. Be safe. Be smart. And Try not to kill your family. <laughs> My wife, Michelle, she told me, she goes, I think it's time for you to go back to work. <laughs> so uh, I know she's had about enough of it. Uh, she's an extrovert where she likes to get out and mingle and talk with people. And that gives her energy and it makes her more confident in who she is. Now, me, I'm an introvert. I like to just be a homebody and stay at home. So I am living my best life right now. Locked up in my in my house. I'm feeling great. Uh, my kids, they're they're doing pretty good. It's been like the first week of spring break, so um, they're 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 hanging in there. They're being pretty good. All right. Anyways, enough about that. So the NFL draft, the draft will proceed as the draft is scheduled, which is on April 23rd through the 25th. But they canceled all public events. That makes sense. Um, so we'll see what they have in store for us. I imagine it'll probably everything will be online. Uh, they'll probably have cameras on each team in their war rooms and stuff like that. Uh, we'll see if you know they send cameras to these players or teach them how to do something social media-wise where we, they switch to them and do their interviews and all that stuff. So I'm sure it'll still be interesting. The NFL is smart. We'll see that they put a good product out there for the draft. All right, let's talk some trades. So a bunch of trades went down. Uh, we're going to hit the fantasy-relevant ones. So to start it off, the Cardinals, they acquired wide receiver DeAndre Hopkins and a 2020 fourth-round pick from the 
Houston Texans in exchange for running back David Johnson in a 2022nd and a 2021 fourth round pick. So I love this move for the Cardinals. Makes a lot of sense. Give Kyler Murley a huge number one receiver that will be a beast. Um, I quite I don't quite understand it for the Texans. I know that uh, Johnson will see. I think he's kind of over the hill now. Uh, we'll see what he can do for them. But, uh, you know, without Hopkins there, that's going to change the team team dynamic. Maybe they'll take a, a receiver or two in the draft. So we'll see. We'll uh, watch that one going forward. All right. The next trade is the Indianapolis Colts. They acquired defensive line DeForest Buckner from the 49ers in exchange for the number 13th overall pick. So nice move for both teams. Uh, the next trade was the Falcons acquired tight end. Hayden Hurst and a 2020 fourth round pick from the Ravens in exchange for a 2020 second and fifth round pick. So I think the Falcons, they made a smart move by doing this. Um, I think Hurst will fit well in Atlanta because they didn't franchise tag um, Austin Hooper. They let him go. Um, So Hurst will be a nice tight end, possibly fantasy relevant there. Uh, We'll see if he can adapt to their system. The next trade is the Buffalo Bills acquire wide receiver Stefan Diggs and a 2020 seventh round pick from the Minnesota Vikings in exchange for a 2020 first, fifth, sixth, and a 2021 fourth round pick. Wow. Basically, Bill O'Brien and the Texans, this is how you trade away a top wide receiver. <laughs> and then the last trade is the Chicago Bears. They acquired quarterback Nick Foles from the Jaguars in exchange for a 2020 fourth round pick. So this will put, I hope, Hopefully this puts some pressure on Mr. Brisky to perform or basically he's going to be getting benched for Foles. So we'll see. And then there's a couple more little bits. Quarterback Kirk Cousins of the Minnesota Vikings. He signs a new deal with Minnesota for three years, $96 million. So this helps the Vikings lower their cap space for this year. And then got a couple cuts running back Devonte Freeman of the Atlanta Falcons. He got released. So now he can go sign with any team he wishes. And then also, this was big news a couple days ago, was running back Todd Gurley of the Rams. He was released. That freed up a bunch of, uh, a little bit of money for the the Rams right now. But, um, you know, basically the Rams spent weeks trying to trade him and they couldn't find a suitor. So they had to let him go. Are you ready? Main event. All right. So free agency has officially begun. Who's going where? What upgrades have your teams made? It's such a fun time for football. All right, so we're going to talk some quarterbacks that have signed with new teams or stayed with their teams, received tags, and all that kind of stuff. Uh, We'll just go in alphabetical order, no importance at all. Uh, Thomas Brady, formerly of the New England Patriots. That's right. He signs a two-year, $50 million deal with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So we'll see what he can do there. He upgrades and receivers and Godwin and Evans and O.J. Howard. Uh, he needs a running back that can pass protect. Um, their O-line is okay. Um, so it'll be interesting. I think he'll be fantasy relevant enough. I think him and Bruce Arians can put something pretty interesting together down there in Tampa. The next one is Drew Brees of the New Orleans Saints. He signed a two-year $50 million deal to stay in New Orleans. We all suspected this. So thank you, Drew, for keeping the Saints together and all the fantasy relevant and amazing players there. Teddy Bridgewater of the Carolina Panthers. That's right. He left New Orleans. He was a free agent. He signed a three-year, $60 million deal to be in Carolina. This is a great move for the Panthers and Teddy. 
Um, Cam is able to seek a trade. He's still there. Uh, we'll see. I don't think they'll cut him. Maybe they'll just have him as a backup. Maybe they start with Cam and let Teddy like earn his way in. Who knows? But I think Teddy can be the future there in Carolina. Uh, it keeps Christian McCaffrey somewhat relevant. I like DJ Moore and Curtis Samuel now. They'll be they'll still be relevant. This is an upgrade from what they had last year, so I like this move. The next one is Case Keenum. He was formerly of the Washington Redskins. He is now with the Cleveland Browns. He signed a three-year, $18 million deal to become Baker's backup. I like that a lot. It's a smart just backup move. And then Marcus Mariota, formerly of the Tennessee Titans. He is now with the Las Vegas Raiders. He signed a three-year, $18 million deal as well to become a backup for Derek Carr. Or possibly, if Carr doesn't perform, Mariota can do what Tannehill did to him last year and come in and take over and look okay. I mean, he was a first-round draft pick a couple years back. So hopefully Mariota can figure something out. Maybe they can use him. Maybe not. Maybe he puts enough pressure on Carr there for the Raiders. As I mentioned before, Cam Newton, he is not a free agent yet. He is still with the Carolina Panthers, but he is seeking a trade. So we'll kind of monitor and keep an eye on him. Next quarterback is Dak Prescott of the Dallas Cowboys. He receives the franchise tag by the Cowboys. This means the Cowboys have until July 15th to sign him to a multi-year contract, which is going to happen. Uh, They're just trying to figure out how many years to pay Dak. I think the money's all figured out. They just got to figure out, is it a four-year deal? Is it a five, six, seven? I mean, I think Dallas wants more years. I think Dak wants less years. So that's what they're arguing about from what I've read and heard. Next one is Phillip Rivers, formerly of the Los Angeles Chargers. He signs a one-year deal, $25 million to go up into Indianapolis. So Rivers is going to be a Colt. I like this a lot. I think Frank Reich, who's the head coach there, he and Rivers get to reunite. Um, Rivers had his best three-year stretch with Frank. Uh, I love this a lot for fantasy I wasn't much of a Rivers fan when he was with the Chargers because I'm sorry, I'm a little homer here, but I was I'm a Raider fan. So now that he's not really, you know, that hated rival, go for it, Rivers. Um, I think he's still got a lot to uh, to work on. He's kind of got a arm that's getting old, so we'll see what he can do there. But uh, I, I like the move there. And then Ryan Tannehill. He re-signs with Tennessee, so great job for him. I like that move. I think that was the best move for him. He signs a four-year deal worth $118 million. Hats off to you, Ryan Tannehill, for getting paid. Both his 2020 and 2021 salary are fully guaranteed, which means Derrick Henley is most likely going to receive that franchise tag. Uh, And then the last quarterback he's still out there is Jameis Winston. We're going to kind of keep watching and seeing. Where does he go? So vacancies right now is New England. They need a quarterback. Um, You know, Andy Dalton could still be on the board and be traded. Who knows what they do there? Or do they, you know, if they draft Joe Burrow, do they keep Dalton? Do they let him go? We'll talk about that in the next show. All right, let's talk some free agent running backs. So to start it off, we have Kenyon Drake, who was on the Arizona Cardinals last year. He receives a transition tag from the Cardinals So this gives them the priority to match any offer that Drake receives from another team, which means he's most likely going to stay there in Arizona. They'll just pay him maybe a dollar more. They do the uh, prices right deal, right? Team comes in and goes, Drake, we'll give you $8 million a year. They'll go, we'll give you (laughs) 8.1. 
he said he's wanted wanted to stay there in Arizona. With David Johnson gone, this is this makes a ton of sense. I like I'm I'm really excited about Arizona this year. Next running back is Austin Eckler of the Los Angeles Chargers. He was the very first one to sign. He's going back with the Chargers. He re-signed with them for a four-year deal worth $24.5 million. I believe this makes him the true running back one for the team. I'm curious if the team is still looking to add a running back. Also, Eckler's fantasy production is heavily tied to whom the Chargers quarterback is going to be. I know a lot of people have him higher ranked than I do currently right now as a running back. Um, I love Eckler's performance last year. I He was one of my, my guys that rode me to championships. Um, I had him everywhere. Uh, I love the guy's talent, and I'm reserving hesitation right now on his value. We'll see what goes. I, his quarterback, like I said, his quarterback really, really matters to me. Um, the next one is Devontae Freeman. The Falcons let him go. He has not signed with anybody, and I don't think he's going to anytime soon. I think Freeman's going to kind of probably be a guy that gets picked up after the draft. Next running back is Melvin Gordon, formerly of the Chargers. He signs a two-year, $16 million deal to be with the Denver Broncos. <laughs> uh, this is going to suck. Philip Lindsay, Royce Freeman, and Melvin Gordon all in the same backfield. This is going to be a hard one to predict each week. Definitely Philip Lindsay, who I, I think has been amazing, who's performed just for an undrafted uh, player, he's been amazing. And for Gordon to come in there and kind of just steal his thunder, this this is this is frustrating. So, But hats off to Gordon for getting a deal done and going to a rival who gets to stick it to the Chargers. So yay for that. Next running back is Todd Gurley, former of the Rams. He was released. So he signs a one-year, $5 million deal to be with the Atlanta Falcons. Basically... They get a slight upgrade from Devontae Freeman. If the Falcons use him like the Rams did, where they lean on him more and give him 20-plus carries a game, he'll be great. If they expect him to do this 10-15 to and catch a couple balls, it's going to be frustrating as a fantasy owner. So we'll see how they use him going forward. But uh, Atlanta gets a slight upgrade in Gurley over Freeman. Next is Derrick Henry of the Tennessee Titans. He receives the franchise tag. Not surprised there, so he stays a Titan. Once uh, the news about Tennessee signing quarterback Ryan Tannehill to deal, we all knew that this was going to happen. That you know, to Henry, I still look for Tennessee to sign a or draft, sign or draft a running back, possibly to replace Henry in the coming years. There's no other backup there right now, so we'll see what they do with the draft. Next is Jordan Howard. He he left the Philadelphia Eagles. He signs a two year. Uh, I don't have a, I don't have the money down yet, um, but he signs a two-year deal to be with the Miami Dolphins. So good job for Howard. He brings them a solid two-down back, which they desperately lacked last year. I still expect them to draft a running back for their future. Um, they need some other help there. And then Kareem Hunt of the Cleveland Browns, he received a second-round tender by the Browns. So this means that he most likely is going to stay there in Cleveland. It'll be the Chubb and Hunt show which hurts Hunt quite a bit, or not hurts Hunt, it hurts Chubb quite a bit because Hunt, when he was there, he took quite a bit of fantasy production away from Nick Chubb, who is my guy. I love Chubb a lot, so that is a little frustrating. And then the last two guys, Carlos Hyde and Lamar Miller, both from the Houston Texans last year, they are still free agents, still looking for deals. 
All right, let's talk some wideouts. I only got a couple on here. So Robbie Anderson's going to start it off, and he is still a free agent. Uh, the buzz right now is nobody's talking about him. Nobody's looking to pick him up. I think they're going to wait until after the draft, most likely. Maybe the coming days right before the draft, maybe he can work out a deal or something like that. So next one is Amari Cooper. He signs with the Dallas Cowboys to a five-year, $100 million deal. Great move for them boys. Uh, I like them. That keeps that core there with Dak, Cooper, and Zeke. I love this move. Michael Gallup's there too. Um, A.J. Green is the next wide receiver. He stays in Cincinnati. He receives the franchise tag from the Bengals. So this was all ex- uh, this was expected all along. And then last little bit of news has happened today is Emmanuel Sanders. He signed with the New Orleans Saints. I like this. I don't have the numbers in front of me, but there was rumors he was possibly going to Dallas. But no, he goes with the Saints. I think this is a huge upgrade for New Orleans with Michael Thomas on one side, Sanders on the other. That gives them way more flexibility and they don't just become very one-dimensional, either running or passing. So I I love this move going forward. We'll see how relevant he is in fantasy going forward uh, but I like this move for regular normal football point of view and then let's move on to the tight end so we got a couple tight ends here the first tight end is Eric Ebron he signs with the Pittsburgh Steelers he signs a two-year 12 million dollar deal so good job for him I'm excited to see how this works out with Big Ben getting a good pass catching uh, uh, receiving tight end so this will help them a little bit more take some pressure off of Juju and stuff. So I like that move. Um, it's an definitely an upgrade from um, McDonald. Next tight end is Hunter Henry. He receives the franchise tag from the Los Angeles Chargers, so he's going to stay there. This is exactly what we expected. This is no-brainer move for the Chargers, so good job for them keeping in a good tight end and pass catcher to help. Is it Tyrod who's going to be there, or if they draft a quarterback, who knows? So next one is Austin Hooper. This one is a surprise. I did not think they were looking for a tight end of his caliber. Austin Hooper, he signs with the Cleveland Browns for four years, $44 million. Surprised I am, yes. Because I thought they had something in David Njoku. Um, But I guess now we assume they're going to move on from him. So we'll see if they release him or if they're going to keep both of them. Who knows? Uh, But another solid pass-catching option for Baker Cleveland just upgrades even more. So we'll see. Hopefully they can get things figured out there. And then uh, Greg Olson is the next one. He signs a one-year deal to become a Seattle Seahawk. Uh, That's worth $7 million. Seattle has made tight end targets a staple of their offense in recent seasons with Will Disley recovering from a torn Achilles and considered to be injury-prone. This makes sense why Seattle went after Olsen. I like this move. We'll see how fantasy relevant he becomes. Um, but, yeah, he's going to, for regular football point of view, that's a nice nice signing, nice play there. Delaney Walker, he's a free agent. He is now available. He has not signed with any team. And then the last one is Jason Witten. He signs a one-year deal for a couple million dollars to become a Las Vegas Raider. This one I don't understand. Uh, I like it for the locker room standpoint, but it's going to suck because it's it, it hurts Waller. It's going to hurt Moreau. Um, I, I don't get it. Hopefully he's there to teach these guys how to become better tight ends. I don't know. 
We'll see. Um, but I just don't think he's that relevant fantasy-wise uh, for the Raiders. So, well, this was a lot of fun giving you guys a update on free agents, where they moved, what they went on this last week. There's a lot of football news. So it was, it, to me, it was a lot of fun because it got my mind away from just the heaviness of what's going on right now. So it got me into football again. I'm excited to see what this is. I'm playing Madden, so now I'm switching guys around to see what new teams would look like. It's a lot of fun. So that's going to wrap it up for today. The next show we got is Free Agency Recap Part 2. We'll talk about more news as it goes on next week. If there's not enough, maybe I'll sneak in a mock draft episode or or a quick mock draft of what's going on right now before the draft. Give you guys an idea of Who's high? Like, what's the average ADP on certain players? Who's hot? Who, who's hot? Who's not? Kind of an interesting take to see where the level on certain players are right now. So I want to say thank you for listening to the show. Make sure to subscribe wherever you're listening. Give us that positive feedback. We, the show can really use it. Hashtag dominate your league. All right. Till next time. See ya. See ya.